Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movies, you hosers. Have we got a treat for you today, eh? <laughs> yes. I can't even do it. Anyway, Bob and Doug McKenzie's Strange Brew. Yeah, Strange Brew. Um, yeah, you know, um, I know there's those of you out there that are going to look at this movie and say, God damn, this is stupid. And you yeah. would be right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. we're not gonna argue with you <laughs> i'm not gonna argue with you um but i love this movie with every every bit of it i have seen it so many freaking times if uh basically if anybody wants to know who scott is watch this movie it's it's me <laughs> it's it, every bit of it i just i relate to it on so many fucking levels um i got news for you dude. the whole midwest can relate to these two guys and anybody in Canada. <laughs> probably, probably. Oh my god! Um, I forgot how much I've only seen this movie like two or three times. Oh man, well you need like to catch up. Second or third viewing that I've had of it, I remembered it, but I didn't. Yeah, I forgot how much how stupid it was. But at the same time, when I say stupid, I mean funny. It's it is. I funny. laughed this whole stupid movie. It was so dumb. It was. It so is. Dumb. Stupid. It is, and that's just it. It is stupid, and they didn't it. care. They own this shit, and they rolled with it. That's what makes it beautiful. If you grew up uh, when Dave and I did, you would be familiar with a show called SCTV, Second City TV. God, such a um, good stuff. Such a so great funny. troop of comedic actors come out of there, such as Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Um, yep. Along with I, who else was all part of it? it was John Candy. Um, was oh, John Jesus. Candy part of that? There was a lot of people involved with SCTV. Um, a lot. I, I mean, Eugene Levy. Uh, yeah. I, I'd have to go so look many now. People. Eugene <laughs> Levy um, went on to do a lot of stuff. He, he yeah. did. Uh, a lot. Oh, crap. He did, he did the guy, the American Pie movies. He was the dad in the American Pie oh, movies. Oh, yeah. But um, if you haven't taken a chance to catch him and his two kids with Shit's Creek. I've heard about that. Is that it? Is it's yeah, fucking awesome. She, she, uh, oh, the woman in Shit's Creek is in that too. Terrible with names. In, in the wife, the wife, his wife. Yes. Um. Uh. Uh. uh damn it. Damn it. I don't. Like, <laughs> Plays Sally. She does the voice she, of Sally. And uh, yes, and she's also um in Beetlejuice. And yeah, but yeah, yeah she I, plays Moira. My mind's just gone completely blank. I'm sorry. Yeah, but Shit's Creek is great. So anyway, back to SCTV. Yeah, if we get off the Canadian actors, the main villain in this, real quick, insane Max von Sydow. I Holy cow! Right. Pooed my pants when I saw him out there. I was like. Holy crap, I forgot he was the villain in this movie. Isn't that <laughs> I mean, something? Ladies and gentlemen, Max von Sydow has got to have the greatest sense of humor of any super talented actor. He's played Shakespearean kings. He, yeah. All the way down to Brewmeister Smith in this movie. He's done it all, <laughs> man. Strange brew. It's like, how do you justify that? You know what? He probably had a sense of humor. I guarantee he got paid. And what the hell? I mean, that's just it. This 
let me roll back. Um, so I started talking about SCTV. So you have Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas created two characters called Bob and Doug McKenzie, which is basically just two dudes who want some beer and just want to have a good time. You know, they're just chilling. You know, it's just yeah, they, they did this on SCTV. And yeah, it's the two brothers who just want to yeah. drink beer. And they have a uh, like a public access. Back yeah, they have like a public access show. Public access television or not anymore. But they had public uh-huh. access television. Yes, they do. Show. <laughs> what? They do have public access television. In fact, some of my short films have been shown locally. Oh, really? Yes. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> that is freaking awesome that they still do that. I'm glad. They still do it. Yeah. So I was like, yes, this, I can get seen here. <laughs> let's, let's do this. Yeah. But the whole point is that the, the movie starts out with them at a movie theater showing their movie that was never made. It was such a bad movie. Everybody got up and walked out on the movie. Doug, Bob and Doug have to run out to the, you know, back to the alley to try and get away. To run away. Oh my God. It's so funny. And then, and then it goes into the movie that you're watching. It's yeah, it's so stupid. on So many levels And that van. I knew guys with vans like that. <laughs> I know. That right. This in. is so eighties. <laughs> this is so eighties all the way down to the wardrobe, everything. So movie makers out there, if you want to go make an eighties movie, that isn't just filled with neon and acid wash and stuff right. and just right. just catchphrases. Watch this. Everybody's dressed appropriately. This is 80s through and through. It's like I'm looking at this. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know, and it's, a, it's a good it's a good set piece for um, locations and clothing. Yeah. Like, OK, I need something to 80s. But like you said, I don't want to have the big punk rock hairdo and the typical go what go people think of you're like shit everybody dressed like that in the midwest because it was always cool yes <laughs> even in michigan in the summertime man it can get cold yeah <laughs> up on those lakes man you get that wind oh yeah but, uh, yeah bob and doug mckenzie are just not the brightest, brightest well they're not the and blocks. what happens is they feel uh, bad for this guy in the alley whose kids saved up all their money <laughs> to watch the show so, so <laughs> So Bob gives the the money uh, to uh, the, yeah. the it's dad's beer money. Yeah. Which, if I'm not mistaken, mom and pop McKenzie were played by Bob and Don. Yeah. Were played by Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. So, yeah. which makes this particular scene in this really fucking comical. <laughs> The where, guys are like, oh. where they see their parents getting it on and it's there <laughs> oh god that's so funny that's two friends man that's two guys that just have no more f's to give dude and that's just it so you know i'm gonna go off on a little thing here dave right. and i have have created characters donnie and skeeter and they're just yeah. stupid characters we do some stupid movies i'm watching this whole thing and i'm thinking if dave and i make a movie this is how it's going to look. This is how it's going to be because we are both stupid. We enjoy having a good time. (laughs) And it's fun. Yes. We make some stupid shit. And it's awesome. We don't need no script. (laughs) Script? What's a script? We got a general idea and a camera. (laughs) We're good. Just like Bob and Doug had when they had their their movie that they had. Oh, my God. There's a lot of Star Wars references in this, by the way. On the ice rink? 
Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially when Doug's got the helmet on. Luke. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> and all those ice skaters are coming right at him. And he's like, you got to stop. I use the force, eh? <laughs> you hosers. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh my and God. The, 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 the whole point of this movie is oh, damn. they've they lost the beer money. The dad tells them to go get a beer. They go out and uh, don't they foil they foil a kidnapping of the of the rich girl, right, or something like that. Yeah, um, somehow they meet, meet the rich girl that's going to inherit the brew. The brewery. heir to the brewery. So let's back oh. up a little bit. Let's talk about Brewmeister Smith's plan. Oh he God. also is the lead psychiatrist and head of the Royal Canadian Institute of Mental Health. Which is right next to Elsinore Brewery. Right. Great, great matte paintings, by the way, in this. Oh, my God, um, they were great. Yeah, I loved it. I love seeing that. It's like, oh, my God, it's a painting of the whole, you know, the mountainside yeah. and everything. So it worked um, perfectly. It, it did. It worked great. You don't see that often anymore because it's, it's all CGI'd in and it actually looks better. But it's cool to see, you know. Uh, right. some matte paintings but anyway so his his plan and it's not really talked about too much he's going to take over the world but he's manip using some drugs in the beer in oktoberfest <laughs> during oktoberfest and he's found he can control people with noise with sound different chords of music i know just go with yeah. it it works it works it works in this story because the story is so stupid paul dooley <laughs> plays such a Weasley shithead. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's so good in this, man. <laughs> just like, and you know what's funny is when I saw him, he's so young in this, yeah. and we're not, and it's like he has played this type of character forever. Yeah, it's been his whole career. Yeah, which is great, career. except in uh, sixteen candles. Sixteen he, candles as he as the dad. The guy yeah. who actually has a brain and actually cares. Yeah, but most <laughs> of the time I see him like this, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lynn. The girl's name, the millionaire, Pam Elsinore, mm -hmm. the actress's name is Lynn Griffin. And if this is a recent photograph, she looks almost the same. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, did, she aged really well. Yeah. Really well. Um, they had, they met, I want to make sure I'm getting this right. Pam Elsinore hires the guys because she thought they were funny and she thought that she could trust them. So the guys go home and they, they bring home a whole truck full of beer to the dad. And the dad's <laughs> thinking they stole it. They're like, no, yeah. no, we got jobs. We got jobs. We got jobs at the brewery. And you just hear the dad, who's voiced by Mel Blanc. Yes, which is just wow. goes crazy. He's like, oh, my God, my boy's got a, got, a, got a job at the brewery. This is the greatest day of my life. Yeah. He starts making phone calls to the neighbors and to the aunts Just and hollering, yeah. <laughs> Finally got a job, and it's at the brewery. At the brewery. <laughs> got to have the beer, eh? <laughs> <laughs> for anybody who, who loves the 80s but isn't really familiar with a whole lot of music or anything from it, Look up Great White North by um, the lead singer from from Rush. Um, yeah, Getty Lee. Getty Lee, thank you. Uh, it, when that song came out, it's like, oh my God, because I remember hearing it, it's like, that sounds it was like Getty Lee. It a comedy album. These and guys yeah, came like, out with a comedy album that I yeah. think went gold. It may have gone platinum, yeah. but I know that it went gold. And they used to literally play some of the skits on WRR. W R I F and W um, oh, cool. in Detroit. 
Very cool. Which makes sense. That's how popular these guys were. (laughs) They didn't give a crap that it wasn't music. They would play skits. They would also play Cheech and Chong skits every once in a while on the radio. But the song was on that album. Yeah. And it was always started out with these two idiots talking. Hey, great day in the great white north, eh? Yeah. (laughs) I can't do it without laughing, but yeah. I still remember, like, I remember their skits. Yeah. It was funny. I wish these guys would just go out and do a tour. I would go see them. If they came anywhere near me, I would go see them. If they were playing Bob and Doug McKenzie on tour, I'd be there in a heartbeat. I would for sure be there in a heartbeat. I want to see more. I want them to bring bring the characters back. It would be awesome to see it. Uh, you you brought up something that was interesting because I watched this last night, um, and afterwards, I uh, went over to HBO, which has a pretty good library of all the Cheech and Chong films, and I started no to watch a Cheech and Chong movie because uh, I was like, that was the vibe I got from this. This is yeah. this is a Cheech and Chong. A clean like, Cheech and Chong movie. I was going to say a cleaner version of a Cheech and Chong. Movie. It is. It's just two guys having a good time. Cheech and Chong going to get high. These guys going to get drunk. <laughs> you know, they just want some beer, have a good time, eh? And uh, but I started watching that, and it's like wow, because I had that same vibe, and then it made it made me think of the stuff that you and I do, and it's like oh god, if we made yeah. a movie, it would be this for sure. But uh, there's so many cool scenes in this movie that are just stupid. Um, and the dog, Hosehead. The dog can fly, has a cape that comes out like Super Dog. Does he have laser eyes or some yeah. shit too? He's painted like a skunk. So the dog is, uh, anyway, Brewmeister Smith gets his special brew over to the Oktoberfest. So they send the dog ahead because the dog can fly and he looks like a skunk and he'll scare everybody because they're like, hey, Hosehead, you get all the sausage and beer. Eh? Yeah, the dog's you know? not going to do it until they tell him about the yeah, sausage. Yeah, once they told him beer, sausage and beer. Sausages and beer you can have. Dog take oh, off. man. <laughs> I, I just, real quick, I found something on on uh max von Sydow. oh yes and it, it says this the role of the brewmeister smith was written with max von Sydow in mind holy but shit rick but rick moranis and dave thomas thought actually enlisting him would be impossible they requested von Sydow to the mgm studio and studio head freddie fields telephoned the actor in stockholm sweden and instructed the co-directors to tell him the story it turns out that Fields, then president of MGM, had just recently produced Victory, which had co-starred Von Sydow, so they kind of knew each other. Uh-huh. Uh, so he sent the esteemed actor the script. Instead of hashing it out with Fields, Von Sydow ran it by his son, who was a huge SCTV fan, oh, and encouraged shit. his father to take the role. Oh, shit. That's why he did it. That's, That's why he did it. He, he probably liked I mean, he had to have liked the the script enough to hand it off to the kid and go, well, what oh, do yeah. you think? Yeah. And then and his son be being a fan, a fan of SCTV. I figure the kid's probably as old as us. Yeah. So wow. he's probably about 17, 18 at the time when, it, when his Damn. dad asked him. Yeah. Holy Crap, cow. man. How cool That's is cool. that? Von That's Cito. really cool. That's why I like Von Cito right there. Yeah. Really cool. Really cool. I so, didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's, <laughs> no, that's all right. That his name come up while I was scrolling. Yeah. No, that's... The, <laughs> 
I don't have much more to say about this movie other than it's good, dumb, fun. Um, you know, I, we could talk about every single skit, but it's just it's just one right after the other. I, I just found myself, ladies and gentlemen, or anybody that that's listening. Um, I just found myself laughing at stupid, and I love stupid movies. I love humor that is just dumb. As as much as and as many problems as I have with Jerry Lewis, uh-huh. if I watch a Jerry Lewis movie that's an, a comedy, like uh, the door, uh, the bellboy. That is hysterical stuff. Uh, yeah. Dumb and Dumber. It's dumb. It's a dumb movie. I have never it's, seen Dumb and Dumber. I laugh so hard I almost peed myself. Uh, okay, first time I will I watch it. it. <laughs> that's how funny it is. It's so dumb. Uh, good. But that's what it. That's Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> good. <laughs> but this movie, I forgot how funny it was. Like the first five minutes, I'm chuckling. I'm like, oh, okay, the, the lion's well, the, the, there. The crank in the, the lion's tail. The lion's, yeah, the lion's tail. It's, hey, I think he needs a beer, eh? <laughs> uh, and by the way, I, I talked with A for like two days after I watched this movie. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I was talking back like I was up in Michigan. In I felt like Canada I was back, right back with uh, my family in northern Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't you know? Would you like some butter or cheese with that? Um, <laughs> but and it's a prime example. Like Canada and the North and Midwest are all the exact same. They're a state. I mean, you yeah. get rid of Justin Trudeau and you just become a state. You guys will be fine. <laughs> but, but anyway, it's such a dumb movie. And if you like dumb humor you'll love this movie. If you don't like dumb humor, if you, I, I don't know what other kind of humor, like I love three stooges. This isn't yeah. exactly slapstick, but it's funny. The it's guy, close. There's a few things in here that are straight up stooges, man. It's yeah, like, cause I even thought of the stooges while watching this. I was like, Oh, yeah. look at this. These yeah, fuckers are funny. These guys are humor. funny. And, I, and I love, they just have a good stuff. time. Yeah. And it's it's never I never sat back and went, why would anybody do that? That doesn't make any sense. Like some comedies aren't as funny as they think they are. They they've put themselves in a situation where you stop and ask questions like, why would you do that? The Three Stooges never does that. Just Strange Brew never does that. A Jerry it just Lewis goes with it. Never does that. <laughs> well, and I think I think that comes down to. Um... And, and I'm just going to speak of uh, my experience doing a few movies. Uh-huh. Um, if, if we talk about Song of Solomon, it's it's right. a, cl- a clearly serious movie. Um, it's horror and it's graphic right. and it's it's got serious content. But there are moments in there where you will laugh out loud. <laughs> And it was not intentional. Right. It just fucking right. happened. I went to the premiere in Atlanta and I'm I'm driving uh afterwards through through the city and my phone uh, rings and it's the director and he said, Well, how was it? And I said, Well, it was great, but I said, dude, they laughed. And he said, and he knew the parts where they laughed. And he said, Yeah, it's really? happening everywhere. And he said, Whatever, let's roll with it, you know. So it's like it's it's <laughs> it's just it, you know. So it was really, really fucking cool. And Whoa. but but when I think people go out of their way to write something that they think is funny. Right. But the real mad, the real funny happens right in front of you. When you have people like Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas, who um, 
are those characters. They are fully invested in that. Mm -hmm. You cannot tell the difference between Bob and Doug McKenzie and Rick and Dave. It's right. It's there. And I think that's what does it. The characters and there's so much a part of them that like nobody else can come in. Nobody else could play those characters on TV. Nobody else could come in and play those characters in a movie. You, You would know it and they would be imitating. Yes. And I think that's what happens is like, oh, we can do this really funny skit. These guys are like, this is what Bob and Doug would do. Right. This doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. This is what Bob and Doug would do. Right. And they did it. And it was funny. <laughs> In Second City Television, um, the history of that, there, there's somewhere on YouTube, there's like a, a documentary about Second oh, cool. City t- TV. I recommend everybody watch it if you can find it. And it just tells like a history of how it got to be why it got started and it wasn't too far off remember the the shoot the what uh, guy caballero the guy who ran the, the studio that sctv was supposed to be working in he always had the hat the the nice hat and he always had the he always talk like this and then he's i don't remember being rolled around in a <laughs> in a wheelchair and then he stands up and everybody's like you're not even crippled what's going on he's like oh no oh no i'm crippled and he sits back down he's trying to get sympathy he's just a jerk He's like this over rich jerk guy, the guy, man who's playing the character. And it really wasn't that far from how they really got started. It was a very much a small studio that all these guys were like, well, shit, we can't be on Saturday Night Live. It's the only game in town. Yeah. Some small town guy up in freaking Canada who was a millionaire was trying to start his own company. He was like, hey, why don't you guys come up here? So he got John Candy. He got Rick Moranis. He got Dave Thomas. He got, you know, five or six other people. Uh, we'll have to come up with their names here. <laughs> yeah. They, they all went up there and they were just like, well, shit, we ain't big there anywhere else. But, you know, in this town, people like us. And then they didn't realize how big they were getting, like how popular the show was getting. And I just thought that was fantastic when you hear about that. Here we go. Catherine we O'Hara. That's who O'Hara, you... thank you. Catherine O'Hara, yep. Uh, John Candy, Eugene Levy, Dave Thomas. Oh, poor Dave ain't looking too good right now. Um, Martin. <laughs> well, yeah. Martin Short, Rick Moranis, Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis was one of the big writers, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty much your, your main, your main the, crew. Um, the other woman, the dark-haired lady? She played Andrea uh, Martin, mom, Andrea Martin. Yeah, she. Yeah, I've I think heard that's nothing it is, yeah. but absolutely hysterical things about her. Like she, her sense of humor is body, and she's <laughs> funny, and she will do anything to get a laugh. <laughs> and that's like I guess whenever they were trying out for Saturday Night Live, or or it might have been SCTV, but something was going on and. They were trying to get Andrea Martin to uh, to tell a joke, like they wanted her to just tell a joke or something like that. And she just, I this is the story I heard, and I want to say I heard it on Dennis Miller. She just like lifted up her shirt and flashed everybody, and then told the joke and walked off stage. And everybody's like, "What? What just happened?" And she, she's walking off stage laughing. She thought it was the funniest thing, like you know, to get everybody's attention because everybody's like talking and telling how they should do this, how she should do that, how who should do. And she's just like, "Whoop." Okay, here's a joke. Boom, 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 and walks away. And that's brilliant. Every all the guys are like, "What? What? What? What just what happened?" happened? <laughs> <laughs> what? And I'm like, "That's gutsy, man. That's gutsy. that is. For, that's for really cool." Back in the late '70s, early '80s, to do that. Yeah. And and everybody just was like, 
we love this woman. She's she's got a part. We don't care. We don't yeah. care. She's funny. And very, anytime I've ever seen her, she cool. cracks me up. My big fat Greek wedding, she's the aunt. Oh, okay. When the okay. guy says, Oh no, I'm a vegetarian, she's like, Oh, we'll make a lamb. <laughs> that's the aunt. <laughs> oh, that's another good movie. SCTV birthed Dave and Bob or Doug and Doug and Bob McKenzie. Bob and Doug. And they are actually <laughs> didn't I say that Bob and Doug? Nah, I don't know what you said, but Doug it was probably wrong. It, it was a name. It was a name. You you screwed it up if it was a name, Dave. If it's a name, I've messed it up. That's yeah, it was... what I do. It's just what I do. <laughs> but the, the the show birthed these characters, and it was yeah. too big to keep in one little spot. So they made their movie. And man, I really wish they would have done one or two more. Because I, I wish they would have. And if they go so. out on tour, guys, go out on tour. We yeah, I would you. love to see it. I, I would yeah, love I to see it. I may be the only guy in the audience, but well, me and, me and you, you know, we'll be the only two guys in the audience. <laughs> I think it would be neat. I think it would be yeah. neat if they would do that. Go go back. And I was going to go right back to where I was, was uh, you know, made me think of these little buddy movies. And I started right. to watch a Cheech and Chong movie. Not oh, as funny right. as I remember. See, I have a problem is I've gotten older with Cheech and Chong. I've got, now this is me, folks. Yeah. I there are still certain things I listen to in Cheech and Chong that I think are hysterical to this day. Yeah. But for the most part, I watch Cheech and Chong or I hear Cheech and Chong skit, and I'm like, these are just two stoner slackers. I have no time for. I've and that's, got that's no how time I felt. That's slackers. how I felt. It's like, oh my god, and dude. <laughs> When did I become the bald-headed teacher in the second? I even, I even tried watching movie? it, dude. I even tried watching it high, no, and it no, didn't you help. Can't. You're like, no, it didn't help. I'm like, yeah, bro, I understand, man, but oh it's, no, it's because you're watching. You're like, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, it just it didn't have, hold the same weight. I will say, watching right. Stacy Keach turn into a lizard was pretty cool in um, in the movie, but um, about that, yeah. And you know the great protest song, Save the Whales. You know? Don't remember that. Yeah, remember Save the Whales. One. Hey, funky mama, save the whales. Shoot the seals. Yeah. Shoot the seals. <laughs> I I remember they, they did a, a, a skit for Santa Claus. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, they, that song Santa plays Claus almost skit. every year. You hear it. Yeah, yeah you hear yeah, that. I every know year. him. He plays down at the mall, man. And it's still <laughs> funny. That's still very funny. Yeah. Um Chong, anyway, <laughs> Chong used to play in. Uh, I forgot what the name of the band was, but it was out of Detroit. No shit. Shit, I I'll, hold on. Yeah. So you where I was going with that? This, this, yeah, that's fine. You look it up. I'm going to talk. Uh, but the. Bob and Doug did remind me of a Cheech and Chong movie. It's a it's a buddy movie. It's 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 stoner comedy. It's um, I was just surprised that I thought you know I'll just roll in from Bob and Doug into Cheech and Chong and it didn't work. Right? Maybe maybe I picked the wrong movie. I'll try another one. But um, I saw all of them in theaters when they came out because my friend had some really cool parents that would take us underage to the Cheech and Chong movie. So I saw, I got to see all yeah. of those when they, when they rolled out, it was great. Uh, That's funny. As a kid, they were awesome flicks, man. They were awesome. Yeah. Especially when you're a kid and you're not supposed to be watching them. Oh no. Can't um, be watching this. It was a uh, uh, Motown. He played for Motown for a band in Motown. Oh and shit. I can't find the name of the band, 
but he uh he was a big time damn like he was a fairly popular band at the time and i was i was shocked when i found that out yeah well, that's I, cool. I was reading that in the leaflet of uh one of the motown special disc offer things that i yeah. got years ago and i'm reading i'm like what? tommy chong get the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> He knows, he knows well, how to do stuff. Yeah. So anyway, rolling back to uh, Bob and Doug, I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and give my my final thoughts. I absolutely adore this movie um, it, and all its stupidness. Um, again, if you want to sum up the type of things I like and who I am, there's right. your movie right, right. there. It's I, I, I dig it. I love it. I get it if you hate it. I don't care. This is an awesome flick. Go check it out. What do you think, Dave? The exact same thing, man. If you like dumb humor, watch it. It's very funny. <laughs> yes. To me, it's very funny. If if you don't laugh, I get it. I because this kind of humor isn't for everybody. It's a different Maybe it's humor. Because I'm from the Midwest in the 80s from a certain I would never wondered time. it. I never thought if that might have had something to do with it. Cause all my friends that we I mean, we grew yeah. up, we watched this when it came out. We were huge Bob and Doug fans. Right. Uh, right. So. so so everybody that that's about my age that knew who these guys were watched this movie watched yeah. sctv knew who these guys, and just laughed they just thought yeah. they were hysterical um but yeah i say watch it oh, just it's funny it's stupid yeah. funny just turn your brain off yeah. you want to forget something that's going on in the world turn your brain off turn on strange brew yeah, yeah. and it's just it's funny for all the right reasons and it doesn't yeah. try to be it just it, is it's not dirty it's not they they really tried. I mean, it might have one or two tongue in cheek moments in it, but uh, I can't think of any. Really. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, I can't really think of nothing really bad. <laughs> no, it's a safe <laughs> movie for the family and the kiddos. We are yeah. not a safe show for the family and the kiddos. No, no, but this movie is. This movie is a safe show. <laughs> yeah, fuckers. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Oh, uh, folks, folks, folks! Don't yes. forget to hit the like. Thank you. Subscribe. The share. Um, tell your friends about us. Um, hit a link to your twitter account i am not personally on twitter uh yet i have a feeling i'm gonna have to but eventually i will get there i i am on um of everything else yeah, i'll find you but yeah. go ahead link us share us throw us around do stuff yeah, yeah. yeah and and welcome to the new year actually uh 2023 yeah, this is show of, uh, so. 2023 right yes wow first show cool. of 2023 so Thanks for coming along. Thanks for the new subscriptions. And we're glad that you really loved our Emmett Otter episode. I'm yeah, not sure what made that one so special, but God bless you all who watched it. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and we will catch you, you next much. week. <laughs> Have a good one.